stare down and it'll be a moment. And, and, you know, I think you told some of these stories, but talk about that moment when you come face to face with a lion that's there and like what you need to, what you need to do in that moment. Lions are, lions are most dangerous on two occasions, but I must say that generally their number one modus operandi is to get away from you. That's like most of the time what a lion will do, like any great martial artist, is inside of an opportunity for contact or conflict, their inclination is to get away from you. They're dangerous on two occasions. The one is when they on meat, and the second is when they have cubs. And obviously when you go out there every day, sometimes they can ha- have had an interaction during the night also. Maybe they got into a fight with other lions. So sometimes you can run into something where, you know, a lion that you've tracked before got injured during the night. And that can also be very dangerous. Now normally what will happen is the first thing that you hear, um, if you haven't seen the lion before he sees you, is you start to hear the growl. And that growl can ramp up in volume, you know, from like a basic warning to like, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and it sounds like someone started a dirt bike in the bush up ahead of you. You just hear, and then usually you'll, you'll see the lion and the body language conveys to you with absolute certainty that you are now, you've now crossed the boundary. And one of the things that I love about nature is the animals are completely honest. They communicate with you in a, com- in a non-verbal language. I think of it as a language of presence. But you will see that lion drop his head, the ears flatten, the whole body tightens, the teeth come up into a snarl and revealing these in, you know, terrifying teeth, and the tail lashes. But the thing that really gets you is the look on its face. The look on its face is you've come... <laughs> too close now and it's and the, and it conveys this energy out of it and then that's it saying you know you're too close now if you're if if you've already sort of crossed its boundary then it stands up and it's hunched over it keeps its head down and it starts to walk towards you and then that walk starts to get faster and then it starts to bound and when it comes at you you know a big male the mane will fly as it comes towards you and the teeth are out and the tail is lashing and at that moment you feel something fundamentally old in your biology just absolutely go exponential it your your visual acuity goes through the roof it's like you can see every hair on that lion's neck the teeth the whiskers the 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 look in the eyes and often if you're with other trackers you you know just grab a hold of each other and in that moment you have you have exactly one option and that is to stand. And so, you know, what we, what we do is you try and condition yourself by running that scenario mentally through your head. Um, then if you do, if you track lines enough, you get charged enough. And so you start to get, get a little bit of experience in those moments. Um, drop your energy. I bend my knees a little bit. I breathe out to let my, my, my energy move downward. Um, and then you stand, you meet the gaze. You might even take a step forward to push your energy forward towards the line. And you stand, you start to shout. Hey, hey. Sometimes you'll put your arms up. And 99.9% of the time, if you can meet that charge with your presence, that line will stop. You don't have like a special thing you say besides hey? Well, you know uh, <laughs> my uncle always used to scream at animals in Afrikaans, he used to, uh, which is one of the local languages. He screamed, Futsak! Futsak! I don't know why he thought that was like the term that would, <laughs> would help. You know, uh, usually some expletives come out. You know, some <laughs> yeah, language yeah, yeah. that uh, is not good for podcasting. but It's, um, it's good for this podcast, <laughs> but, probably. 
You know, uh, there was one occasion where a lion stopped so close, we put the brakes on, sand flew into my mouth. Um, and so, and that's when you, <laughs> you know you're having a fucking rough day when a lion <laughs> throws this charging lion, puts sand in your mouth. But you've got to stand. And it's an exercise in presence. And you are conveying a language to each other in those moments. It is directly telling you you've come too close and you are conveying back that you are in fact dangerous. And you have to let that lion know with absolute certainty that you are dangerous because he's got hundreds of years of being hunted on the plains in his biology by, by a shape that looks a lot like yours. And so, you know, it asks you a lot about your courage. And, you know, one of the things that I write about there is that I think one of the dangers of, of what we're living in now is a danger of no danger. Mm. You know, uh, Dude, can you imagine being in the open and having to face a charging line? <laughs> I mean, my first instinct would be to just turn and run, right? Um, which assures that I'm going to be killed. And Boyd Vardy said that the first thing you have to do is you have to meet the charge with your presence. Step forward in such a way that lets that charging line know you're not the one to be effed with. And the tendency is to turn and run from dangerous and damaging situations. It's our first instinct. And yes, in dangerous situations, if you can get away, then by all means do so. That's what lions do. Um, their first instinct is to get away. But if they're in a situation where, where they have to fight or they perceive they have to fight, there's no backing down. It's on. And there are times in damaging situations That you must stand and step forward and let that situation know that you're not to be F with. Those damaging situations like when you're fired, when you're divorced, when you're demoted, when you're laid off, when you're abandoned, when you're broke, when you're bankrupt, or, or maybe when you're just blindsided in life. You got to stand, step forward. And meet the charge with your presence. Even if you're terrified, bro. Even if you're unsure of what to do next. Stand. Step forward. And meet the charge with your presence. And you don't give yourself enough credit. You have a very big presence. Sometimes you don't realize it. And it doesn't matter your size or shape. I'm 6'3", man. I've got a big presence. I've got a big voice. But if I was 5'5", five five, i got a big presence. Because the perception that you have of yourself is not the perception of what others see. And like Boyd was saying that that lion, it doesn't... It doesn't know if, if you came up in Brooklyn um, or if you were born in the South. All it sees is it sees a human 
from years of hundreds of years of of biology of having to deal with humans and all humans they're dangerous so it doesn't matter the size you're dangerous and that's the that's the thought i want you to have you don't give yourself enough credit because you think your presence is small you think your power is small no it's not so matter no matter what the situation is a damaging situation as scared as you may be, stand, step forward, and meet the charge with your presence. Because running mentally and physically and emotionally, it's not going to make it any better. And oftentimes, it'll worsen it. I ran for years. Years I ran. Anytime some situation personally popped off, I was gone. I would emotionally run. I would physically sometimes not be in the same room. And I would emotionally hide behind a bottle and drink myself to sleep. And I was drinking myself to death. And I had to learn to stand, step forward, meet the charge with your presence, with my presence. There's a great um, passage in um, Rory Vaden's book, uh, Take the Stairs. And it's about, um, so he said, I forgot what this was, like in the Midwest or something like that. And he says, um, when there's a storm coming, I think it's like in the plains or something like that. When there's a storm coming, cattle will see the storm and they'll take off running the other direction away from the storm. The problem with that is that the storm is just following you. So it seems like you're delaying it, but eventually that storm is going to catch up with you and you actually prolong the situation. But Buffalo see the storm, the same storm. And instead of running away from the storm, they run at it and they run through it and it shortens the cycle. See, Boyd, the lion tracker, he didn't go looking to provoke a lion. He didn't. He actually goes on to say in the interview that how much he respects the lions. And he said, but occasionally there's going to be times where you venture too close to a lion. And sometimes they'll warn you and you can get away. But sometimes you're just too close and they charge you. And when they do, it ain't no use in running, man. You have no choice but to stand. Step forward and meet the charge with your presence. And oftentimes, man, you're going to find that it looks like you're about to be consumed with the charge, whatever your situation is. And the situation may get so close that at the last minute, it hits the brakes because the situation says, Oh, 
he's not the one to be messed with. In sales, dude, you got to meet the charge with your presence. And as bad as your month may seem, as bad as your situation may seem, whatever it is, man, you got to meet the charge with your presence. You have to be mentally aggressive, but physically confident and assertive because that's what customers want. Customers don't want a salesperson who's going to turn and run at the first sign of discomfort. They don't, they don't want one that the minute they roar, my salesperson takes off running. No, they want the kind of salesperson that when they roar, that salesperson takes a stand. He actually leans into the situation. He steps forward into the situation and brings about a resolution. That your presence says, I'm not going anywhere. And I'm confident enough and assertive enough that I'm going to see this situation through. Never settle. Keep selling your way through life, no matter what. Stay in the sales, sales life.